we're gonna work on that okay so let's get into the conversation because I don't want to waste too much time and I'm gonna be here for about an hour or so now first things first I want to let you know in this conversation in this classroom um, as I said my channel members if you are asking questions and if you're a school of mysticism member I will recognize your name in the chat so if you ask a question we will be taking questions at the end and those questions will be prioritized for those that are super chat members or channel members or school of mysticism members. Okay, so yeah, the presentation is a little bit different. We wanted to step up the game and we've been meaning to really bring new gnosis, not just new gnosis, but a new form of presentation to you all to really talk about the changes that we've been experiencing in our reality. I know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the only one that is going through some crazy shit, quote unquote, energetically. And it's not really even our lives, so to speak, but we see what's going through in the collective. We see what's happening around us in the world that we're a part of, whereas we may have our own simulatrix. Okay, so there is a difference between the collective reality and our own individualized realities. And this was actually, I was on the phone last night with the, with the client and I was talking about this with him and I was telling him, you know, yes, we have to understand that there is a lot of negativity in this world. There's a lot of fear in this world. There's a lot of propaganda that the elite has created more and more uh, basically negativity and fear and, and archontic energy. So we're gonna talk about the Archon virus and what that is and I've discussed that before, but how can you actually get over this negativity? How can you actually transcend this negativity? Well, before we get into how to do that, I wanna tell you that our entire lecture, today's lecture is and has been brought to you by Agenda AI, avoid the archive deception of the simulatrix. Modern society gone broke, how to bypass gang stalking and high kernel counters. This is my brand new book that just released on March 7th. And uh, we really do have a lot of powerful notes in here. So I'm gonna be taking from today's lecture from my book, okay? And this book is 100 pages long and you can go ahead and read it. It will be in the description below. So for those of you that are getting this information and really understanding it, I highly recommend you get the full information um, and read this in our book, okay? So go ahead and, and get that there, okay. All right, so now that we're gonna go on to this, this presentation, um, let's get started right away. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about with you today is about replicants, copycats, and simulated beings. This is something that is so important in our reality. We have to recognize that not everybody in this matrix is, or as I call it, the simulatrix, because the word simulatrix means a simulation and a matrix combined together. So when I think of the word simulatrix, I created this word because this word represents to me the Sims. We live in a Sims-like reality where if you've ever played the game, the Sims, you know that there's this experience of basically it's everything is number one simulated. All of the people, most of the people are holographic or part of the game. And the sim is just simp simply simulating civilization. It's simply uh, simulating reality. It's simulating an experience so that way those quote-unquote players are able to experience something that they are uh, wanting to experience or, or they're, they're being forced, quote-unquote. So we'll talk about the differences between that. But the simulatrix is a simulated matrix. And a matrix is basically a set of numbers within um, a certain encoding. So it's a simulatrix. 
and this is my own terminology that I don't think I've ever heard from or heard of before, um, but we do need to talk about the replicants and the copycats and the being. So within this, this matrix, because we have, we have different things going on. We have the, the original consciousness of Gaia Sophia, okay? the goddess, the earth. And then you also have the Demiurge. You have the Archon Matrix. You have Saturn and the Archons and the planets. And these are designed to keep you in a reincarnation loop. So now is time for us to awaken to this kind of deception and really get ourselves serious in our spiritual path so that way we don't end up like this. We don't end up like this. We don't end up like a binary uh, being in a digital matrix because this is what they actually want for you to happen. They want you to upload yourself to a supercomputer. They want you to be plugged in within a matrix within a matrix. So how can we actually stop this from happening? By being sovereign in our spiritual consciousness. By thinking for ourselves, by unveiling the falseness that is happening in our reality. Instead of just going along with it and just pretending it's not happening, which is what a lot of people do. You know, as truth seekers and as truth speakers, and you know, as a teacher myself, I know that one of my most important jobs is to speak the truth and to resonate that truth frequency because the truth frequency is what unveils the falsehoods, number one. Number two, it's what protects the truth, the truth speakers from the false reality. So the truth, by being illuminated to the truth, you have gnosis. Gnosis is the idea of wisdom. It is the knowing of something. It is wisdom. And of course, Sophia is the goddess of wisdom, Sophia being Gaia. And then we also have the other god. So you see that there's two, there's two divine powers here that are basically fighting in this dimension for, for power, okay? You have the organics, the organic beings, which are all created by Gaia and originating from the higher source Pleroma, which comes from beyond this vampire archon matrix, okay? So you're coming from the infinite realms. I call it the infinite realms of the multiverse. And then you have inside of this, this holographic AI matrix, you have the replicants, the copycats, the simulated beings, um, the types of inorganic beings, okay? These are computer programs that, um, that have evolved into sentient beings. So the matrix creates them to gather more data and increase its reach within modern society. They replicate human behavior and are masters of algorithms. So this is, this is the sentient program, okay? The, its duty is to know all, grow its capacity and capability to replicate and to help maintain and control the program. They're usually quite advanced, intelligent, highly adaptable, they can take on various forms from humanoid to animal-like and even shape-shifting as can be found all over the simulatrix. So the sentient programs are very similar to uh, the Watchers, okay? These are basically interdimensional beings. Now, the word computer program, that's not necessarily exactly the, you know, we would call it a computer program in our language. We would understand it as a uh, interacting and, and there are some literally digital beings that are inside of the Archon Matrix that use the digital systems and these grids that we've set up. Okay, so you have the organic grids and they have the technological grids. The technological grids are what these Archons use to navigate. So, really, something quite interesting to, to understand. You also have um, one, of the, one of the things I want to I note about the sentient programs is that sentient programs are. They are aware that they're inside of a city. So they, they are directly eating or working for uh, the 
Archon Matrix. They're directly feeding this. They're directly watching it. So they're, that's why they're known as sentient programs. Um, and this is what uh, their job is to do, is to report abnor uh, abnormalities, to keep the veil of illusion. So that way, human consciousness, those that are or uh, organic beings, do not awaken their soul spark, their divine spark, to higher levels of awareness. Because once higher levels of awareness are achieved, those lower frequencies are no longer going to be tolerated or even manifested within the system. So the next one is you have organic portals. And these are organic beings that are not fully conscious, but they are capable of thought and action. They're usually programmed to carry out specific tasks or functions within the simulatrix. They are often used as placeholders or fillers for NPCs. So they, these are the NPCs. They, they, are, they lack a true soul essence, and they are highly susceptible to being controlled by inorganic entities. So remember this. Now, there is a difference between the inorganic entities and the sentient programs. They're very similar. Um, but the difference between them is that the inorganic entities are more dangerous. They're highly advanced. So this is what you would consider to be like a gray or a reptilian or a draconian, okay? Whereas a sentient program could just simply be, um, you know, more of a shapeshifter type of energy. Okay, and, and the other ones can be too. So there's kind of a, a trickiness between the sentient program and the inorganic entity. But the main difference that you could see between the inorganic entity is that the inorganics are, number one, they are, they are controlled by the archons. So the archons are the rulers, which is what we, uh, it's another word for the planets. It's another word for um, different, different types of dimensional beings that are overseeing people's existence inside of this simulatrix. Okay. And so the inorganics, um, the inorganic entities, they are, they can be malevolent. They seek to control and manipulate. So this, you could also see the inorganic entities are a lot of the politicians, a lot of the, the rulers, quote unquote, the bankers, the, you know, these kinds of higher up positions, they are going to be a mix between inorganic entities and sentient programs. Okay. And then the simulatrix is literally what I call this whole reality field. This is the holographic projection. It is a projection which is not natural. So there's a natural projection, there's a natural reality, there's the organic reality, which is connected to Sophia and then the higher levels of consciousness that arise within one's own sentient consciousness, okay? One's own self-awareness. And then you have the, uh, the simulatrix, which is like this holographic projection, which is projected by Saturn and uh, this archontic matrix. And so this, this projection screen is, is in, in battle in the quantum flux with the organic reality. So that's what you're actually seeing literally right now in this day and age. We're seeing a huge war galactically, interdimensionally. You're seeing a war for, for Earth, okay? Earth and her guardians, who are the divine awakened spiritual beings, okay, are fighting against the Archon Matrix on all levels, interdimensionally, physically, astrally, etherically, on all levels, okay, to reclaim the Earth. Because the Earth is Gaia, as we talked about, it is Sophia. So there's a huge amount of life force and, and, and consciousness that is existing, which has been so nullified. So we can get more into that. Something ha some of it has to do with the pyramids and different kinds of stuff, but a lot of it has to do with AI and, and the agenda that is, that is going along with AI because we do live inside of a sentient uh, quantum field, okay? So we did talk about um, AI military drone surveillance too, 
and this is something that's really really common and it's it's been noted okay it's something that i have witnessed myself and many others have also witnessed and this is something that is uh dangerous okay so you have all kinds of drone surveillance whether it be through ai's um you know ai drones or it could be actually just disguised cars so it could be like ups trucks or amazon trucks or other kinds of cell phone uh trucks or you know these kinds of these weird cars you'll feel that they'll be in the environment you bought them and you're like this doesn't feel right something something about this this car or this person or this vessel or this drone doesn't feel right and that's because it could be something that's shape-shifting into that object okay so we have to recognize this just because we don't see something on the physical realm doesn't mean that it's not visible on an interdimensional realm and that's something that we have to recognize and then you also have to learn how to build up your own energy signature and make your energy field strong enough to withstand the energy attacks and the low vibrational energies that exist from these kinds of draconians, reptilians, gray, uh, grays, you know, the mantises. These are all kinds of uh, entities that I've seen and witnessed firsthand. And I can tell you that when you raise your frequency and your energy field, you're not going to be um, victimized by them as much because you have a much stronger field. So. I'm gonna go ahead and see if I can switch back to the desktop and cam. Hopefully, hopefully the, the camera is not frozen. It still looks frozen to me. I don't know why that is. Very strange. Definitely wasn't like this a few minutes ago. So that's something I'm gonna have to look at. Again. So yeah, the drones are they're really common in the United States. This is something that I've seen. Um there was a time where I, I even like witnessed like 10 plus drones above me and flying and, and your patterns especially when one activates their energy signature so you're seeing like a lockdown on the grids happening you're seeing a lockdown on the energetic grids and this is uh, designed on purpose okay designed like this on purpose to alter people's frequency and then keep them in a state of lower consciousness whether you're talking about the NPCs okay the organic portals um, the inorganic entities the sentient programs whatever um, we do have to recognize that there is a difference between different beings out here so there are some beings that have more of a divine spark and then there are some beings that are more assimilated to the simulatrix okay and so an organic portal is someone that's not thinking themselves they're not uh spiritually attuned to their own consciousness they don't have they, they may not possess their own consciousness okay they may not possess their own ability to be sovereign so therefore they're basically enslaved energetically okay they're enslaved energetically, and they are um, under the control of this Archon Matrix. So we have to recognize those that are not a part of our true spiritual consciousness and those that are not resonating with us and slowly kind of find our own realities. Because one of the things is, and I'm, I am a being that believes in love and, and you know treating people with respect and kindness, but I also do not, absolutely do not tolerate disrespect towards my energy or my time or my frequency. If I catch somebody doing that, I immediately boot them out of my reality. Gone. They're done before faster than I can snap my fingers. And so it doesn't matter if it's an NPC or a source player, quote unquote, you must protect your energy inside of this matrix. And that means that sometimes you have to make a hard call. You have to kick people out that you might have cared about or loved or you know 
been friends with at one point, whatever. You have to make the decisions that are necessary for your own spirit and your own evolution. And that, that is basically comes down to you not being attached to this realm. So if you're attached to this realm and whether you're attached through suffering or through pleasure, you know, it's best to be um, on the side of existing and understanding your own sovereignty in this realm. And then you creating what you want to create and being free to create that and, but not being so attached to the fruits of your labor. That's something that is uh, a hard pill, a hard lesson to swallow, but don't be too attached to the fruits of your labor. Understand that everything is temporal in this temporal realm. And the only thing that's really here is you and you are here to awaken and become more sovereign. So you're here to really tap into your, your, your infinite self and the versions of you that are beyond this matrix, okay? Unfortunately, we don't have too many slides right now and uh, the, the, the video camera isn't, isn't working, so I guess I'm gonna have to keep it on this slide while I just talk. I'm not sure why, why it's not doing that, but anyways. So, so you have to keep your energy in, in the state that you want and then creation comes natural. So. You know, when I'm creating, it's just a natural expression. And I feel that if you're not creating in your life, you're not doing something. And so then you're staying still or you're, you're actually regressing. So creation is an important aspect of this matrix or the simulatrix. And only by creating will you be able to transcend the simulatrix. So only by creating will you be able to uh, get out of this holographic prison realm. A lot of people are always complaining about being enslaved here or having to be reincarnated or this and that, but they're not actually doing anything that would actually help them get free. It's kind of like somebody who's sitting in prison, just sitting there wallowing, being in prison with their head down, just like, just can't even get out of bed because they got so low energy, right? So they're going to just hide in their bed and hope that they can wake up from the dream. This is nonsense. Get up and start doing the work and start building what you want to create and start fighting for what you believe in. Okay, start motivating yourself and pushing yourself. If you don't have the motivation, well, then you hear someone right now speaking to you that has that motivation, that has that power. Because when you know thyself, you know thyself as infinite and immortal and not to be contained or nor even in conflict with these lower dimensional beings. So we don't even bother fighting them <laughs> unless they are directly interfering with us. Okay. Because there's no point in giving your divine energy away. You want to keep that for yourself and your creative processes. When you're really invested in your own timelines, when you've really created something and you have positive energy, you recognize that not everyone is worth your fight nor your, your, uh, your negativity. So we have to rise above. The way to get out of the simulatrix is to rise above it. Rise above it. Rise above the programs. Rise above programs involving... Uh, things with scarcity and lack and with restriction and program all of these things, you know These are designed to keep you stuck inside of the AI matrix agenda. Okay One of the things that we talk about, you know, as we see the world changing with uh, AI quote-unquote and we see people um, you know obsessing with AI Technologies and basically like being able to do all this kind of stuff with AI This is all a trick in a certain way because when you are giving your energy to the AI and you're not actually creating sovereignly or you're not thinking for yourself, you've now, you've, you've trained yourself to not think. So remember thinking is a superpower because when you can think, you can harness the ethereal realms, which is the realms of the infinite. 
And this is why they are so afraid of people that can think. If the world could just think, if human beings could just think, we wouldn't be in this mess. But because there are so few of us that can actually think sovereignly, you know, this is why the, the world is the way it is. Okay? And of course, there are different, different dimensions within this world. So I'm speaking on a broad level. Personally, in my personal reality, we are thriving more than ever. Because, number one, I practice what I teach. Number two, I understand removing Watiko virus fields and removing archontic energies and then protecting my space and learning to create, uh, you know, the household magic that I talked about, the abundance magic, this kind of stuff, right? This is when you get more, uh, more advanced, you start to create, you start to build, you see like, okay, I'm not here to just suffer. I'm here to build and to share and to just radiate good energy as much as I can. That's what I'm here to do. Somebody even asked me that question. Hey, what is your life purpose? Or what is your purpose? Someone in the school, right? Our purpose is to spiritually evolve. Our purpose is to create. Our purpose is to be higher consciousness. Our purpose is to master thyself. Know thyself. If you don't know thyself, you don't have any question of asking. You, you don't have any right to ask what your purpose is. You don't know thyself. So of course you don't know what your purpose is. Because you don't know thyself. So go within yourself and actually concentrate and ask your own innate intelligence what it is you're here to do. In this hologram, why are you here? Okay. And before I even give any more energy or attention to the 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 the, the gang, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> the organic portal phenomenon, the matrix demiurgic NPC psychic possession phenomenon. Okay, these are all words that I've kind of coined myself. So NPC psychic possession. We talk about that in the book. We talk about the inorganic entities. Um, this kind of stuff. Okay. Understanding how to deflect their energy attacks because they can they can be hijacked and what, what's happening is this is the invasion of the body snatchers And so there's very few organic beings left in this simulatrix and It's like the darkness is like an, is all around. Okay for most people the darkness is all around It's it's in the world. It can be felt. It's even in the weather. It's even in the weather So if you start having abnormal weather patterns in your area, you know that there's some alien technology that's manipulating the weather don't be foolish. Don't be naive. They have this kind of technology. This technology is not physical. It is holographic and etheric, and it's in dimensions that you cannot see with your physical eyes. Unless you are a trained, shamanistic, mystical warrior. Unless you've opened your third eye and you've really raised your kundalini fire, and you've been able to produce the androgynous psychedelic compounds, or you've gone through the, the, the fire and you've cleansed yourself, okay? So there's work to be done in this realm. This realm isn't for just squandering. This realm is for uh, a graduation. If you want to actually get out, there is work to be done. And that's for all of us. We have to, we have to create thought forms that are able to sustain us and power us. Okay. So there's so much to do within ourselves and then within the quote unquote illusion. Because remember, one, one thing that you should always remember is that the illusion is always a replication of your own internal self. Okay? I'm not talking about all the people around you uh, necessarily at all times because that can be it. That can be the, the uh, you know, these negative forces trying to come in through these people and trying to manipulate you. So notice, like, notice the times when you're in a high vibration and then you experience things like you know, people pulling you down, people uh, saying certain things to trigger you. Why is this the case? Why is this the case? Now, if you've 
kind of been through the ringer a few times, you understand. Like, okay, this was meant to trigger me on purpose to extract loosh, to extract some of my emotional energy. But if you are uh, more naive or you just, you're still falling for the programs, you're going to fall for it every single time. And you know what? To be honest, sometimes you will fall for it. Sometimes I will fall for it as well. But then I'll catch myself and be like, oh man, I just, I just messed up right there. I, I had a perfect opportunity to practice my shielding and my, my uh, way of, of honing myself and I might have let it slip. So this is pretty, you know, I've gotten a lot better at this as I've uh, been more in my own energy field. And this is what I recommend you do is that when you're 95 to 99% of the time, you're in your own energy field, because, you know, if you're someone that's, you know, you have your own business, you're working for yourself, whatever, you're doing your own thing, right? You're going to be creating probably like 80% of the time you're going to be creating. So you're always in your own energy. So there's nobody else coming towards you. So when you do sense somebody coming towards you and they have this AI virus, okay, you can sense it out right away and you can't, you don't want to even take it seriously because you understand this is just the program and you don't even take it personally. Sometimes you might, but it's all up uh, upon our discernment. So a word that I was hearing in my, my consciousness yesterday was discernment, discernment, discern between the AI and the mechatronic machine intelligences, which are happening inside the quantum realm. Okay. And the spiritual intelligences that are trying to aid you discernment, discernment between AI quantum computer technology and false synchronicities and black magic reversal grids and all kind of stuff like this. Okay. And actual spiritual consciousnesses or intelligences communicating with you. So discernment between magic versus technology. And I, I don't believe it's magic versus technology. I believe that technology has its own role. And it can be used for a force for good. Okay. If, if I didn't believe that I wouldn't have a YouTube channel. I wouldn't have a, my own private community and, and my, you know, do all this stuff because I believe that technology, while it's being used for nefarious purposes, and there are people that are using it to create cybernetic portals. Okay. This is something else I go into more in my book, um, agenda AI. Okay. They, they're creating a loose harvesting situation here. So when you, if you've ever seen, um, Star Wars and you've seen the Death Star, that's what they attempt to do with some of these gateways. And then they bring through those intelligences. And so I'm fully convinced at this point that there are actually beings that are living inside of the, the metaverse and they are <laughs> just as sentient as you, and, uh, as you or I, or they think they are at least. And there could be various types of beings. There could be, you know, the dark occultists. You could, you could have some of the archon intelligences. You could have AI language softwares and, you know, like these kinds of um, AI programs or um, what do you call it? There's a, there's a strong AI, you know, there's an actual word for it. They're living in their, their own realm and they are, you know, they're thinking that they are just as sentient as you and they are, they're coming to this realm in an attempt to conquer it. So you can see on the image right here, we have these images of some of these robotoid kind of reptilian kind of look, looking creatures. And this is actually like real technology that they've released in this day and age. Now they, they have like these, these robotic dogs. Personally, I prefer an organic dog, but you know, you do what you want. So really strange, um, about that. And we have to, um, understand this. So there, there is a video game called horizon zero dawn. I, I played it like, uh, a couple like a year ago or so. Um, not even 
But I, I had gotten this game because I wanted to see, like I had seen that there was this mechatronic AI intelligence inside of the game. And it was basically, it was the story of how the intelligence became corrupted. It received these viral codes and it became highly negatively polarized. And then basically what happened was machines took over the world and humanity was extinct until a very small portion was left. And then that small portion ended up creating tribes and factions. And then they had to restart the world and rebuild. Meanwhile, they don't really have any of this technology anymore. They, they're just scourging for it. And the machines are walking around ruling the world like giants, like 30 feet tall, 40 feet tall. So this could be the Nephilim. This could be the Watchers. This could be the, the Fallen Angels. They could have just created new bodies for themselves. Right? Doesn't that make sense? Not to say that, not to say, uh, because, because you have the, the Fallen Angels that could have created their, these bodies, but you could also have the, the God of... Abraham, you know, this guy, he's the same thing. They're, they're, this is just a cosmic war that we somehow got ourselves locked in between. And I'm sure some of you are just like, I want to get the fuck off this planet. This planet is crazy. And it's not even a planet. It's a realm. Right? So what can we do? <laughs> what can we do other than stay spiritually sovereign, other than, other than to know the truth and to understand the truth at a deep level, practice our psychic and astral and etheric abilities and raise our frequency and then banish these kinds of things from our reality so we don't we don't feed them um, we don't partake in them we just understand how uh, you know we can really evolve our consciousness okay so um, one, one more thing I forgot to mention was that for those of you that have not read my first book this is I recommend you read my first book first uh, Homo Luminous, the Divine Blueprint. Um, as you can see, we got nine nine ratings and all five stars. So it's been, you know, we, we have a, a great book here too. Okay, so I really recommend you read this one first, volume two, um, and you can get this one on PDF. Read this first before you read Agenda AI, or it, actually, it doesn't really matter. Um, you will understand more if you read Homo Luminous first, the Divine Blueprint, because I released this one first, and then read Agenda AI afterwards. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be releasing more books and books in paperback soon as well. Okay, so it depends on uh, when we're ready to do that. But that's that's for the books. And the books are going to be in the description below. And you can also just type my name um, or Agenda AI into the description. So if you have trouble finding it, we'll, we'll go ahead and throw those. So um, let's see, we, how are we on time? We basically just ran through a whole 45 minutes or so. Um, looking through some of the comments. Because unfortunately, my video uh, literally is not working. I don't know why. So strange. All right, let me see if I can. <laughs> nope, we're still we're still frozen. Okay. Well, I don't know what what the point of all that effort was if it wasn't gonna if it wasn't gonna work at this. Point. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna just go ahead and, and look through some of the comments now and kind of. Uh, see what you all are talking about again I do want to say um, thank you for uh, the channel members uh, that are here also I just read your comment that, uh, that someone said that the background magic uh, background music was too loud so yeah we cut that off a while ago so hopefully it's it's all good apologies for that okay. so yeah I will take some questions if you guys have any questions or anything and we will talk more about agenda AI and the spiritual intelligences but what we have been doing in our own lives to prepare for this change is number one, you know, an off-grid lifestyle is definitely um, 
encouraged, okay, as things, I mean, you don't want to live in a smart city, do you? You don't want to live with this technology uh, implanted in you, do you? No, you want to be a sovereign human. So sovereign humans are going to go live in the forest. Sovereign hum humans are going to go live uh, somewhere where they're isolated. They're going to go live, you know, I don't know, near the beach or near lakes or near the, the oceans or near the rivers or near somewhere that's beautiful and protected. So find your location where spirit's calling you. Meditate on it if you really need to. And then get your funds and your, your energy and your stuff ready and find yourself a safe location for when the world really does fall apart, which we're already seeing. Okay? So it's all about bracing, bracing for the storm and then understanding that this too shall pass because everything passes. All storms pass. Okay? We're seeing in 2023, we saw like this, this shift where they just unloaded it all of a sudden. Now they're just pushing the AI like crazy because they know that people are waking up. They know that the spiritual intelligences are rising. They know that the energies are rising. And then there's this war interdimensionally. So I think we actually had a, a few experiences um, with some of the people in our, in our school, uh, School of Mysticism, you know, talking about some of their negative experiences that they went through or um, seeing like negative entities attached to uh, different kinds of technology, okay, like cell phone towers and stuff, and you see what I call mechatronic AI machines, okay, so mechatronic means like machine, and then AI technology, so it, you could see like these daemons, or these, these astral egregores, these astral uh, like beasts that are feeding off of energy related to this technology, okay, you could see that if you had your third eye open, or if you were under uh, a, a ceremony, if you were experiencing a ceremony, or if you were just able to see through the veil. Seeing through the veil is a skill that we, we teach you. You can also learn it intuitively. Okay, another thing I wanted to talk about was, you know, when you are seeing through the veil, like I've talked about in some of my other previous videos and in my courses, I discuss with you about how to access the pineal gland and how to actually see uh, through with DMT and, and, you know, access that innate DMT. Well, I can tell you that when I am doing my meditations, like for example, last night, once you get to a certain stage, your pineal gland is open. And this is how you know your pineal gland is open. If you close your eyes and you go to sleep and you're in a dark room and you can see a lot of activity, you can see spirits, you can see entities, you can see energies, you can see the grids, you can see the movements, you can see the waveform, you can see the codes, and you can see other things that are moving in the energy field. It's because you're illuminated from within. So you have a light. You have a, uh, your, your pineal gland is turned on. So when your pineal gland is turned on, you have a light from within you that is illuminating you, that is guiding you on the right path. That's actually able to allow you to see in the spiritual realms. Now, you may not always see it 24-7, or you might. It really depends on how tuned in you are, okay? But my point is that if your pineal gland is, is blocked... You won't see anything in the darkness. You'll just see darkness. But if your pineal gland is activated within a few minutes to a few seconds even, you should be seeing colors. So if I go, go into the bedroom and I go to sleep or I'm going to go do an astral projection, I lay down, I start seeing colors within less than two to three minutes. And then start to uh, feel and experience these waveform uh, experiences. And the way you can ensure that happens or you can keep that pineal gland act activated is through the sun gazing, is through the energy uh, techniques, is through the working on your quote-unquote crown chakra, okay? 
working on the energy techniques that you need to. So, um, yeah. Leslie, do you think you could put the, the link for agenda? Oh, they're not, it's not going to let you do the links. I forgot. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and send the link to uh, the chat so that way people know where to get all right so i'm gonna go ahead and throw this link in there that way uh people know where to find it and uh okay yeah there, there's a link for for agenda ai so you can go ahead and click on that when you're ready um okay so we we did talk about most of what i was discussing um we talked about the weather which has been crazy you know if you experience uh really strange weathers like we we had some crazy lightning strikes okay just i'm gonna just straight up tell you we had some crazy lightning recently and this is not normal at all this is not normal weather at all so i knew intuitively that this is something else this is like this is these are ships man these are these are things that are moving up there and they're creating this false signal so it's up to you to discern when you have this kind of stuff we do talk about protection magic and and how to shield yourself from this kind of stuff because it can be daunting and scary um especially if you if you start to see like i mean you know you see these these phenomenons like i'm not even going to go too much into that because um that might be we might share that for you know privately but just notice that there are abnormalities okay if you see abnormalities whether it's with people whether it's with technology whether it's with the weather this is all signs that there are changes within your matrix in your your universal uh, experience and so it's time for us to activate spiritually and energetically activate yourself onto a much higher frequency so you can um, you know transcend this place okay this is what it's about about you know really transcending the, ma the magical uh, into the magical reality because while there is this agenda AI reality we do have the magical reality which is is lying dormant in most people and you know that's the goal so so that's what we work towards each day and that's what we put our energy toward today um and that's what i wanted to kind of end this presentation with now i will share um our memberships we've talked about the school of mysticism memberships before Let's see if i can pull it up real quick One. So we get a lot more into the magic in our membership programs and uh, and our plans that are private. And this is for, um, you know, the students that are really looking to get into a higher level of gnosis. And so we do teach um, magical initiation, okay, spiritual initiation. So one of the the recent lectures we had done was on household magic, and I I really particularly thought that was one of my favorite lectures that I've ever done, because. Household magic is something that everybody needs to understand. Everybody needs to understand how to create a, a divine sanctuary. Everybody needs to understand how to meditate. Everybody needs to understand how to find their life purpose. Everybody needs to understand how to access the mystical realms, the shamanic realms, and then even access some of your superpowers like psychokinesis, like aerokinesis, like tel uh, telepathy, like mind reading, like changing and reading your aura. Okay, So we offer that as well. We also offer... Uh, quantum wealth solutions which is about cryptocurrencies and different kinds of uh, technologies and stuff so we, this is our full curriculum and you can go ahead and check this out at the school of mysticism.mn.co again um, this is our main sponsor like this is this is our own company so this is what's sponsoring everything that we do all of our work all of our teachings 
is being uh, powered through here. And so this is for our members and for those that are looking to really get, you know, access to 12 plus premium courses and over 200 plus hours of content. And then we, uh, you know, monthly live sessions and so much more. So you can go ahead and check this out. It's in the description below uh, to learn about what we offer in our mystery school. Okay. Powerful stuff for sure. Um, let's see. I'm gonna, I want to take some questions, but I don't see too many questions. So that's going to be okay. Um, I will end this soon. And I thank you so much for watching and being here. I'm really <laughs> quite startled that the video didn't work. I was like, uh, I did not anticipate that. So all right, for our next live stream, I'm going to be 110% sure that that, that that is working. But um, yeah. let's see. I'm going to go ahead and read some comments here. Yes, shamans definitely do use uh, electrokinesis, which is the ability to channel lightning. Um, that's something that I use as well, and it's not a joke. It's actually very dangerous, so I don't recommend you do it unless you know what you're doing. Uh, because I, we have blown transformers, okay? Many, many, many transformers. And when you see a lightning bolt come down and hit the ground, and it's not too far away, uh, away from you, you will feel the electrical shock that goes through the atmosphere. So <laughs> we, had, we had that situation happen like recently, and I was sitting right where I'm sitting. I was on my computer and I kind of sensed something was going to happen. Like there was no rain. And all of a sudden just this random bolt comes out of the sky and just blows up a transformer. And I, I literally, I have my headphones on. Okay. And so they have some amount of EMF. I feel this electrical surge go through my entire body. Like I just got hit by something. Like I just got hit by a lightning strike, literally. Okay. And I've, I've gotten hit by a lot of stuff. <laughs> This one was different. I felt it ring through my whole body and I pulled my fucking headphones off because it startled me so much. And we just both like, Leslie and I were both just shocked to our core for like the next 10 minutes. We we're like, we totally didn't expect that one. We totally didn't expect that one. That was, it caught us off guard. So all is well otherwise. Um, but you're seeing, you're seeing the fluctuations within the Sophionic energies. Sure. Okay. So somebody asked a question. Ah, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Somebody said, I saw a, a, a tall white dude at the grocery store, stuck out like a sore thumb. Not sure what was on, but he gave me weird vibes. So absolutely. So when you send somebody that get, that's giving you weird vibes, you know, I recommend people carry protection amulets and, and uh, protection um, you know techniques like one of the things that we're actually going to be providing with our students is uh, Magical training wands. Okay, so we're actually I'm in the middle of crafting these magical training wands And this is designed to protect you magically and etherically. So we'll be offering those soon um, And and I don't know if you can hear that, but that's the rain. So the rain's coming down hard now <laughs> We'll be we'll be offering those soon uh, in the future Man that, that rain is crazy I'm gonna give it a minute. Hold on. Alright. Let's go ahead and just keep it on this one. <laughs> so if you can hear that, you know that I'm not I'm not joking with uh you know the environment. It really does have a lot of juice in it. Alright, let's see if it calms down just a few seconds so that way. And I I'm not outside, folks. I'm inside obviously. <laughs> okay. So, 
Yes, it's supposed to be dry season. So we're not supposed to be getting any rain right now. Like, this is very, very, very abnormal weather for where we're at. It's not normal at all. Alright? Oh yeah, it's real crazy. Real crazy. Um, so, with, with experiencing people... Oh my gosh. With experiencing people that, like... Like, can you imagine? Like, I, I turn on my live stream. I'm ready to live stream. The, the, the video starts freezing out. The, uh, the weather starts acting crazy. Like, it's just... <laughs> we can't make this shit up, man. Um, let's see. <clears throat> so somebody asked about Jesus and Lucifer and being the same person. Um, it's possible... They are kind of, they are attributed to certain things. Now, Lucifer is always attributed with Venus, okay? Venus is Lucifer, and Jesus is always attributed with the sun, okay? So, S-O-N. And actually, for those of you that understand, Jesus was never a real person, okay? There was amalgamations of him or other versions, quote-unquote, but the real Jesus that they're talking about is the sun. So, the sun is the Christos, and the Christos is also within one's consciousness. The Christos is just simply another word for the infinite energy field, although I would never call it the Christos, because that word has been tainted by religion and blasphemy and, and basically demonic sorcerers, okay? So I don't use those terminologies anymore. We've evolved. I talk about the infinite energy field. Now, Lucifer being, you know, some people consider Lucifer a fallen angel. Some people consider Lucifer a demon. Some people consider Lucifer to be the light bringer, okay? Some people consider Lucifer to be the, the demiurge, another word for him, another word for Satan or Yaldabaoth. So there is that trickiness there. There's been also a lot of misconceptions about Lucifer because there is the original gnosis that Lucifer was associated with, Ve with Venus and Lucifer being actually a feminine energy, a feminine goddess energy. So there's, there's trickiness here going on. What I think is that that may be connected to some archontic energies. It's also connected with planetary energies. So we understand planets would be a sphere above us, almost. So if we're the, the third and the fourth and maybe the fifth dimension, they could be the sixth, seventh, and eighth dimensions. Okay, But this would still be inside of the matrix construct, the simulatrix. And the whole point of our conversation here today is to transcend that. So that means that, yes, even the planets, you have to transcend. You have to transcend their effects and their, their, uh, their influences. But actually, a, a talented magi is going to use the planets in their benefit. So instead of thinking about the planets as some pure, purely evil demonic force, we would use the planets as, as quote-unquote, the astrologers do. But I would consider it to be more about the magis, okay? Or as the wizards do and you use the planets to 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 amplify certain powers so if you need to amplify communication then you would use certain planets you would use uh, mercury okay if you need to amplify your trade you would use uh whatever um is representing wednesday which is odin okay so th these are different kinds of energies that are, are archetypal energies I'm not telling you to identify with any of them or to not identify with them. Understand what they are. This, is, this, this realm, it requires a certain amount of knowledge to transcend. So that's why when people say, yeah, it's, it's, it's a school, it's not a school, I don't believe it's a school. I believe it's become a prison. Um, but I also believe that if you don't have the knowledge, it's a prison. But if you do have the knowledge, you can 
transcended. So really the question is, do you have the knowledge in the Gnosis? If you do have the knowledge in the Gnosis, you can easily transcend the simulatrix. If you don't have it, it's a prison. <laughs> now that the knowledge is being offered uh, online for almost anybody, like you can at least receive some bits of knowledge. You may not get all the mysteries unless you join the mystery school, you know, so to speak. You're not going to get all of it. No, no true teacher is going to give every single ounce of his knowledge on, on YouTube for free. That's a joke. That's a joke. And if they do, they're probably getting something out of it. Okay. But those that are giving you knowledge, you know, you should recognize that there is knowledge being provided and then use that knowledge to awaken thyself further and move in the direction that one is creating instead of being a victim to others' creations. Yes, the lightning strike did wake me up a lot. Um, it definitely did. It, it was like a jolt. I didn't feel like I needed to drink any coffee or tea after that. I was fully awake for the rest of the day. <laughs> And we were we we knew what was you know going on so uh, crazy. <clears throat> and now the rain has completely stopped. So very very interesting. Somebody asked me a question of what is this, and then they put the 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 uh, like the OK sign. So the OK sign it, it's like it's basically where you make like a six with your finger. Uh, some people like in Italian, it's like it's like to mean like okay. It also means six 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 means carbon matrix. Okay, so it's also another uh, subliminal subliminal uh, mudra. Remember, mudras are used to control energy. So if somebody walks up to you and does that sign with the with the with the finger, that's them programming you. Don't be fooled. That's them casting a spell on you. So don't be fooled. So what I would do is revoke that. You could even throw up a peace sign right away. If somebody does that, you throw up a peace sign because that would neutralize it. That would take the energy of the six, the spiral, and just take it into two directions and shoot it, you know, in the form of the peace sign. So understand that when people are doing this kind of stuff, if they're throwing mudras at you while you're out in public, that's because they're being hijacked by archontic energies and your vibration is triggering the hell out of them. So therefore, the, the daemon has to come in, possess that vessel, start throwing mudras at you to try to scare you off or to make negative energy in your environment so you can get siphoned. This is what they're doing. This is the game that they're playing. We've already reverse engineered it. Now we figured out how to beat it. So it's game, set, match, and checkmate at this point. Okay? But of course, really, if you're going to checkmate, understand you checkmate and then you get off the board because we don't play in black and white. You play in black and white and you're still in duality. So that's all a part of the game. Somebody said, I heard that Enlil Saturn is the son of Sophia. Is that true? Don't slash Leslie. So we need, to, we need to make a clarification here. So Enlil is actually, uh, let's see. So, so Saturn is Anu, okay? And it's also Kronos. And then Enlil would be uh, Zeus, technically. So actually, there's a story where you see Zeus actually having defeated um, Saturn, having defeated him. So he would be the son. So technically, even if Anu was not in charge anymore, okay, Anu is actually Uranus. So what, what's happening? We went from Saturn, now we're going right back to Uranus. So actually, it looks like there is a change of power. It went from... Uh, one god to another, and they're always fighting, and they always are taking their each other's places. But we, one thing we know for sure is that Enlil is definitely the son of Anu. Okay, 
And then you have, uh, yes, Yaldabaoth was the son of Sophia. I don't know if Saturn necessarily, um, because Saturn would be the planet, but we're talking about Yaldabaoth. And Saturn was kind of a different energy, but it, it does correlate. So I understand what you're saying. But there's a trick to that, okay? When we understand that the, 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 the divine mysteries explain the origins of Sophia, okay? The origins of Sophia and then the existence of uh, the Demiurge. All right. Somebody said, can you imagine uh, a lightning strike that would land on top of one's head? Yeah, I can imagine it. I think uh, if you're going to charge up and you're going to blow something out, yeah, that's what you do. Okay, so I, I know what you're talking about and I know how to do that. Uh, we don't do that unless it's absolutely, absolutely necessary. It's a lot, it's a lot more intimidating than you think. <laughs> it's, I know it, it sounds cool, but it's actually pretty freaking insane when, when, you, when you feel that much energy. You realize that... You might be a divine being, but you're still a human in this, this reality. So when you channel a divine amount of energy, it's going to knock out your human self for a few seconds. At least for a few seconds before you, you regather. So I've experienced that feeling before. We're channeling a lot of energy and then literally being, oh, like, oh, I just like way exerted myself. <laughs> and then having to like, go lay down or something or just like literally not move until I recover. So, you know, but then you get stronger, you get stronger and stronger. Okay. It's just the way that uh, the reality works. So it's all about practicing and, and training yourself. <clears throat> right. What happened to Sophia? Where is she? Well, she's underneath us. She is the earth. She is there and she's all around, but she's also extremely, uh, she's been extremely poisoned and she's been desecrated and like just basically disrespected by so many people. So her power, it's not, I wouldn't say it's dwindling. I would say that her power is still there. It's just that she's gone dormant to most of reality because she just doesn't resonate with them. They've become more and more hijacked. So that's why it's important for us to communicate with her, to communicate with Sophia, to communicate with the goddess. She's our, really our only hope at evolving ourselves, okay? Has she ever been a person? I'm sure she's taken form. I'm sure she's taken form. Now, does that mean that all of her essence is going to be in one person? No, absolutely not. There's, a, there's something what you would call the oversoul or the higher self, the higher self is going to be the true version while the video game character is just playing out a little bit of energy and a little bit of consciousness. So understand, when you think you know everything, you do. It's your higher self that knows everything, not you. Not you. Okay? When we tap in, we do know everything. When we, when we are our human selves, we don't. We forget. This is the way that it is in this realm. So the goal of this matrix, this simulatrix, is to, con is to connect the two. Bring the immortal God self, God is self, God self, God is self, whatever, divine self to the physical world. Bring it and that power. How do you talk to her? 
Well, how do you talk to nature? Do you go outside? Do you look at the trees? Do you give thanks for the sunshine and for the wind? Do you put your feet on the grass? Do you listen to the birds? Do you run in nature? Do you meditate? Do you craft your own wands and, and staffs? Do you uh, literally listen for her communications through the vibrations? Do you speak out loud to nature? Because if you speak out loud to nature, she will answer you. She will answer you. It's so funny how people pray to a God that they cannot see. They're all praying. They can't see him. He's not anywhere around you. You see nature everywhere. You're living on her. But how many times have you acknowledged her? Probably not even once. Maybe a few times if you're more spiritual. Right? But when you're all in your, your, your complaining, your problems, your, your pity party, nature's over here like, hey, not only am I suffering and dying, but you're not even connecting to me and I could be giving you the power that you need to fight these, these bastards. Because if you were to connect to me, I would show you enlightenment. I would show you strength. You would know that you are a divine being and that your realm is for you and not for these clowns. And they can't touch you when you're in communication with her. They can't because there is a goddess. There's not a god. There's a goddess. The false god is the false god. But there's actually a real goddess that all of us have forgotten, including... You know, some of us that claim that we're spiritually awakened, we forgot. We, we stopped communicating with her, so we need to get back into that communication. Okay? Grow a garden. You want to communicate with Sophia? Grow your own garden. Grow your own plants. That's how you communicate with Sophia. She's in everything. Exactly just like in Dragon Ball Z. Exactly just like the, the Gokus and the, the Warriors. They radiate so much prana, so much chi. That's exactly how it is. That's literally how it is. Okay? The only difference is that those beings, they don't have any restraint on their power. They're not going to sit there and hold back. They're going to rip the fabric of reality if they have to. They're going to rip the Archon spaces off of them. So there's actually scenes in that show where you see some of the quote-unquote mortals confront some of the quote-unquote gods. And basically saying like, you know what, dude, I could take you. I could take you. I don't care if you're a god. I could fucking take you. And you know it. That's why you won't fight. <laughs> so, so anyways, I'm not going to get too much into that. But this is the truth. Okay? Immortals are immortals, whether they're in physical form or not. The body is just a vessel. It's the energy field that determines where you're at. I don't have any thoughts on, on that particular being, Lalo. I don't really know anything about him. I stick away from channelings, quote-unquote, and uh, really like, uh, like new-agey kind of stuff. I don't really resonate with that. I haven't, I don't um, tune into any of that. Yes, the subatomic level would probably be utilized to, to fly. Um, that would be like the way that it would be done. You would have to be able to control the atoms and the particles around you and your own Taurus, and understand that if you look at the atoms and the particles, even the atoms and the particles spin in a carbon state. They spin in a toroidal state. Have you ever seen that, the electron? Let me see if I can pull that up for you. Okay, you'll see it. I'm going to show you. Let's see. 
So you see the atoms, like just like this, this is the torus. You see the, the way that it's spinning? And it's also, it's not just the torus, this is also car, uh, the, the Saturn matrix type of uh, energy. So this is like chaos, okay? This ring, the way that these rings work, these are the chaos rings. If you see Saturn's rings, it's the same thing. All like, you know, it just tells you what kind of reality you're in, what kind of coding is in this reality. This is the architecture of the Demiurge. So when he rewrote the reality, because he claimed himself to be the, the lord of the cube, <laughs> the, the cube head, okay? The cube head, right? Um, and I know, I know some people probably are laughing their, their asses off, you know, because this is literally how we perceive it, okay? Some of us, like, we don't really even take this shit seriously anymore. We're just totally, we, we know who we are, we understand the, the existence here, and we're not about playing in this game for much longer. We're just simply... Um, creating our existence, but we don't play in their game. We've evolved out of their game. So, um, Elohim, you know, this is the same energy. And then you have, let's see. Let's just, right, they always talk about the cube. If you ever watched a, a Marvel movie, they always talk about the cube, the cube, the cube, the cube. It's always about the cube because we're in the cube. And you have the, uh, the Borg intelligence, right? So we go over this in, um, in the book, Agenda AI, a lot. Boom intelligence. Okay, so the, the Borg intelligence, you see this, like the hive mind. This is basically what the Matrix has assimilated to. So people, like, you would, you would be arguing with your family member. I want to make this clear to people. You would be arguing with your family member about something and you don't even recognize that it's not even them. It's, it's literally, they've literally been captured. They've literally been captured, okay? So you're arguing with them, trying to make your point justified, not understanding that they have been assimilated and their mind is no longer their own because they, were, they didn't awaken or they were literally just an NPC to begin with. So they didn't awaken or they were an NPC or they, they, they got you know, shot it up, quote unquote, okay? And then they got assimilated into the system. So this is what's going on here. Psychedelics to lose your soul. So I actually would agree with you in certain aspects that you could definitely fuck your shit up on a psychedelic as the, as the thunder just roared. I don't know if you heard that one, but that one just came in. <laughs> So you could basically, you could mess yourself up. And that's why I recommend you really slow your, your dose. Like you go slow, slow, slow. Okay. If you heard that, you heard that. Like this isn't, this isn't some sound effect. <laughs> this is really the environment. It sounds like a sound effect, but, um, so yeah, stay, stay aware with this kind of stuff. And, uh, I'm going to end this soon. We have, we have the pyramids. Remember I don't know if you're aware of this, this gnosis, but the pyramids, this is where the fallen angels were buried, okay? And this is why everything is going on right now, especially with the, the river Euphrates. And I think, I think it's starting to get more water, apparently. I'm not 100% I'm not sure. So there's some coding hitting within the pyramids, which can reset the simulation, number one. Number two, um, you know, to, to take down the Orion grids, because these are Orion grids, okay? This is lined up with the Orion constellation. So 
when you're talking about um, the Orion grids or you're talking about the pyramids, this is lined up with Orion. And these energies are harvesting energies. And they also run the simulatrix. So this is how the, the simulatrix is being run. So if we were to change something within this console, within this, within this grid, things would radically, radically, radically. Okay. Also, you're missing the, the other version of the pyramid. Notice that we always have the masculine version of the pyramid. Well, if we look at the Merkaba, okay, which is just another word for the, the chariot of light or the light body, right? The Merkaba. Notice how we have, again, this is the Merkaba. I don't necessarily consider it to be a full creation because it is a cube. If you, if you were to take out the Merkaba and fully extend it and then comp, uh, compact it, you would create a cube. But look, this is how inverted our realm is with the energetics, just so you understand, right? You have an upward facing triangle where the upward facing triangle is always the masculine triangle. This is always the yang. So this is going from, from earth to heaven. There is no downward facing triangle. The, the downward facing triangle is missing of all three of these. This is how you know that the masculine had inverted the feminine, okay? Because the downward facing triangle is missing from this equation. And if the downward facing triangle existed, we would have a balance. There would be an energetic balance of resonance in, in harmony between the two forces, and it would create the proper polarity. So that's kind of what we're experiencing now. And this is how you know when the Father God, quote unquote, has gotten out of control. You're missing it. You're missing the, uh, the feminine energy. So we're seeing um, like the apocalypse, quote unquote, and that is when the, the realm is, is ripe for resetting or uh, a rebirthing. And a lot of the corruption is going to be eliminated from this realm. So whether that's happening, whatever causes that, you know, a reset, a cataclysm, whatever. This is unimportant. I mean, this is, of course, important, but the point is that when you recognize it happening, um, this is when you want to prepare, okay? You want to prepare. for. So somebody said about selling your soul with psychedelics and stuff. Um, <clears throat> Ethereum has a downward and upside spiral. Yeah, of course, I know about Ethereum. Yeah, um, that's actually a good point. Uh, that's actually a really, really good point right there that, that Crypto Lance just brought up is that Ethereum does have the up and the down triangle. So that's showing you something there. That's showing you that there's a complete circuit, at least more complete than the previous, uh, you know, the previous coding. So everything works on coding. Everything works on energy. Everything works on magic. Uh, this is what they're not telling you. This is what I'm telling you is that magic is the only force in this reality. Okay. Consciousness is the only force. Everything else is, is make-believe nonsense. <laughs> we only have consciousness and consciousness creates reality okay consciousness creates reality so we have to be aware now with the concept of selling your soul on a psychedelic or something that's definitely possible it's simple i can answer your question very easily so when you're on a psychedelic you're opening up gateway portals you're opening up portals in your consciousness and towards other entities and they can communicate with you so if you were to find an entity and you made a deal with them uh, on a psychedelic, it would probably grant your wish, but they would of course take something from it. So I do not recommend ever to do something like that. I recommend that you're very careful with these psychedelic compounds and you know how to learn, use them properly, but that takes a lot of trial and error. And if you need to be 
at least 21, at least 20, like 25, I would say, or 24, you know? You need to be at a certain age so your brain is done developing. So if you're 17, don't drop this shit. Don't take this stuff. It's not ready for you yet. Let, let your brain mature. Meditate. Work on yourself in a sober state or, uh, you know, using lighter plant medicines. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to give you specifics. Okay, because that's not my job here on, on this on this public platform. I can't say that. I can say that in my school of mysticism, but not inside of here. You work with the lighter plant substances until you're ready to graduate to higher levels. But you wait for your, your level of consciousness to develop, your level of understanding, and your age of your brain to develop. So if you're taking this stuff and you're blasting your mind at 18, like it can cause some uh some problems in the in, in your 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 development so it, it it's not going to happen once or twice like if you do it once or twice nothing's going to happen probably unless you're a crazy idiot and you take too much right but and that's actually you know from the stories that i've heard from people that are in that that range of age like 18 to 24 or so here comes another lightning strike you're going to hear it in like 5 seconds so it yeah there it comes yeah so that's like the age that people think that they should be taking like 10 grams of shrooms and i don't think that that's right i think you should wait till you're like 25 to 30 when you've had a little bit more experience in life and then you take more because now you've gone through a couple rings you've gone through a couple experiences you've gone through some some uh density and now it's time for you to cleanse just be careful with your mind okay your mind is precious there's no rush to, to know everything about all of reality and creation because if you are young, you have time. If you're older, still go slow. Okay? If you're older, that doesn't mean you should be popping all of this uh, at the same time as well. No, you should be taking your time and learning how to divvy out these energies when they are needed. Okay? So your intuition is your best friend. Your, your spirit's your best friend. When you need to, when you need to quote unquote trip or, or uh, go into a higher dimension, you'll know, right? And then that, there has to be that shamanistic ceremonial type of uh, activity behind it. It has to be in the right setting. It has to be the right space. You have to cleanse the energy. You have to know how to draw wards and protection. You have to know how to cleanse your own medicine, whatever you're using. Remember, these are not drugs. These are medicines, okay? If you're using it as a drug, uh, it's going to be backfiring on you. So it's a medicine. It needs to be respected. Plants need to be respected. You have a relationship with the plants. You are a shaman. Okay? doesn't matter what anyone says. It doesn't matter if you came from the Native American culture or the Indian culture or the Hindu culture or the Chinese culture or the African American or the Latino or the American or the, you know, the, the, the British or the whatever, the Spanish, the, the French the German, first of all, all that stuff is illusory. The, the, the Islamic, right? All that stuff is illusory. That's all part of this game. We are immortal spirits, souls primarily. So that's what we should be remembering and that's what it's gonna teach you, okay? Anyways, folks, that's where I'm gonna end this conversation. I wanna say thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you all. Uh, shout out to you. Uh, I'm gonna say thanks, Crypto Alliance, Akis, Shin, MS, Shine, uh, Lalo, Serial Aeons, Activation, Gangstar Consimulation, Keys, MS, and 
many others that are here as well. So thank you so much for being here. Um, thank you for you know your time and your energy, and I appreciate you. And also, if you do want to help support our mission, we do appreciate donations on our Cash App and our PayPal um, and our uh, YouTube membership as well. So feel free to support. It's not needed, but we do appreciate it. And yeah, of course, like the video and leave a comment, please. Uh, if you enjoyed it, it does help our algorithm. And we did just reach 6,000 subscribers, so I'm really happy with the channel. And it's just been incredible to see like us growing. And you know, I'm continuously progressing on my spiritual journey. So as I progress, the tribe will grow. And uh, you know, if you're if you're hearing this information and you're like, whoa, dude, you just went through a whole lot of information. You know, I recommend you number one read Alma Luminous the uh, the Divine Blueprint. Then once you're finished with that. Read Agenda AI, The Archon Deception of the Simulatrix. And then check out uh, School of Mysticism monthly membership. Okay? Go, go for it and, and get the Gnosis that we are providing. Um, because this is really going to help you change your life. Thanks for watching. And I'm talking to you very soon. And also, we're going to be having a lot of videos coming out uh, very soon. So stay tuned for that. Much love. Again, Cash App, PayPal in the description. I will be shouting out all of my supporters uh, every live stream. So those of you that join memberships and stuff, you're going to be shouted out. Those of you that join uh, in the School of Mysticism, you're also going to get a shout out. And uh, also, last thing I'm going to say is that those of you that are contacting me about private consulting or ritual services, um, send me an email at support at thematrixandveil.com to get access to me and to converse with me. And... Um, most of the time I'll respond to your, your question, your, your thing, and then we'll set up our schedule for how I do that kind of stuff. So much love, and I will be seeing you in the next one.